there's over 440,000 kids in foster care in our country alone. Yeah. Right in our own communities, every community, every county. That's right. They are there, and they need people to be patient with them. They need to understand they're coming from hurt places. They're coming from brokenness, and they are broken, and they need lots of compassion. They need lots of help. And lavender... Like with Xander, it's a simple tool God gave, a simple plant God gave. You're listening to God Hears Her, a podcast for women where we explore the stunning truth that God hears you, He sees you, and He loves you because you are His. Find out how these realities free you today on God Hears Her. Welcome to God Hears Her. I'm Erin Atkins. And I'm Elisa Morgan. Do you like the smell of lavender? Did you know that smelling lavender can reduce anxiety by calming the body's fight or flight response? Today, we are talking with Victor and Vicki Bennett, the proud owners of a lavender farm in Michigan. While they use the lavender for body and culinary products, they also discovered a unique need where lavender can help people dealing with trauma. We'll let the Bennetts share their unique mission right after we hear how they met and how they came together during this conversation on God Hears Her. My dad was a pastor growing up, and we had moved to Binghamton, New York, and that's where I met Victor. I was 14 at the time, and I found this cute little farm boy and kind of liked him, and my parents just absolutely loved him. I love the twinkle and... in his eyes you're sharing. Oh, I know. <laughs> we won't tell how old he was at the time. <laughs> He's a little bit older than I am. Just a little. Okay. okay. And we kind of grew up together. We were childhood sweethearts, really, and he went off to college, and I finished college, and we just really hit it off right away. I mean, first of all, our names were the same, Vic and Vic, and so that was kind of cool. But we just really had the same heartbeat for a lot of things growing up. Even though we were so young, there was a, a love for children mm-hmm. right at the very, very beginning of our relationship. And we served together in BBS and Sunday school and all kinds of things. And he went off to Baptist Bible College, and I finished up high school. And it was the summer of 83 that my dad, um, who was the pastor, was on his way to his deacon's meeting. And he was in an accident that took his life that day. Oh. And Vic was there with me the entire time and really just kind of stepped right into our family and was a mentor, but a, a brother, uh, an extra son to my mom. I mean, precious. he just was so precious to our family. And my dad had already given me his blessing that if I ever wanted to marry Vic Bennett, that he was fully behind that. Aww. He even mentioned he didn't know why Vic would want to marry me. But, <laughs> but if he did, that he'd given a dad me for you. as a dad. <laughs> I think we've had a lot of different lives mm-hmm. in the last 39 years. And so, Vic, for you, yes. being a farm boy, she said. Yes, I mm-hmm. was. So tell us about that. So I was on a dairy farm, large dairy okay. farm in upstate New York. Well, I was in charge of all the young stock, all the young ones, and that was my main task. So yeah. I didn't realize that growing up, being in charge of little ones, uh, little calves that God was training me mm-hmm. in this ministry to be looking out for mm-hmm. kids and especially wow. kids in trauma and that's just one layer that God was mm-hmm. doing that looking back of experiences that God gave me to wow. to do what I'm doing right now. So <laughs> it sounds like there's no doubt 
in the way that you guys pursue things. Did y'all ever experience resistance in? Oh my, oh goodness. my goodness. Okay. I think yeah. everything we've ever done, there has been huge resistance. Like, mm. why are we doing this? And mm. starting a spa business in a big area in Grand Rapids and being the very top level was right at the 2007-8 when the economy oh, started yeah. to yeah. nosedive. And yes. even the wealthy people were pulling back on their dollars spent and going to spa wasn't on the top of their list. Yeah. So making it through that, and then we w- were introduced to the, the Amway and the JW Marriott hotels and said, you know, we'd like you to take over and do our spa businesses. And we invented a spa cart that you could wheel into the guest room and off of this cart, you could perform any spa service imaginable. Lots of resistance there. Like, how do you do that? What's that like? But as we began to demonstrate it to the different hotels, the Hyatt brand bought on to it for the New York City and DC areas. So that kind of spread us there. So everything comes at a cost and a resistance at first, and you do feel like giving up. But when it's just the two of you and you're income relies on what you make, you you keep trying it until it works. The acrostic of life is our values, learning, imagination, friendship, and excellence. And maybe why each one's important. Sure, learning. We think one of the greatest values we have to offer people is to show them and teach them something that God has already taught us. And so we need to keep learning, but we also want to share that in the process. And then imagination, you know, our God is a creative God, and he loves it when we get to reflect him mm-hmm. and to look at things in different ways, mm-hmm. not just settle for the ho-hum. Everyone does it this way, and it's a lot easier to do it this way. We always look at things. Let's introduce everything in a brand new way to people, yeah. things that they may have already been aware of, but do it in such a unique way that it's creative, and that has always served us well. And then friendship making friends wherever we go. You know, we worked in Manhattan and struggled through uh, union wars. We walked through Occupy Wall Street. One of our hotels was right on Wall Street. We've been in and out of some really rough positions in business. And we have learned if we just work toward friendship to no matter who we work with, a lot of people don't even have the same worldview that we do, but we can still be friends and we can still show friendship and actually reflect Jesus in their lives. They never rejected us. Many times, too, we would talk and they would open up their life to us and we'd say, so how can we pray for you? Mm -hmm. We always would say that. And they would just look at us like, you're kidding me. Okay, here it is. I'll spill it out. And so each time we'd go back to New York City, they would be like, when is Vicky and Vicky coming back? Because... We want to just sit and talk, you know, mm-hmm. not just do business. So oh gosh. he is excellence because God is holy and he is excellent. Mm-hmm. He wants us to strive for excellence yeah. too. Never so. reaching perfection, but striving, striving for excellence. For excellence. Yep. You're such a team. You look at each other and you listen while the other one's talking. And they both have their ball caps on from <laughs> their farm. It's called the Lavender, Lavender Company. Life. Lavender, Lavender Life, Life Company. Company yes. mm-hmm. It's just the, beautiful. The life. How have you learned to give each other space to be strong. So many mm-hmm. couples, like e- just mm-hmm. one can be strong in the relationship and mm-hmm. the other one just can't. Yeah. And that's just yeah. the rule. Yeah. But I can feel it. And you guys are very peaceful. And it's not just because we're sniffing lavender, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you, you respect uh, each other. Well, I think we've learned what each other's strengths are. 
and we celebrate them. Mm. For instance, Vicki loves numbers and she loves charts <laughs> and graphs and loves to get in and needs to see how everything is grafted and charted <laughs> and all that. And and, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> yes. and and loves to delve into statistics and all of that. And I need to give her space to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Though I might be really excited about sharing something relational that's going on in the business or mm-hmm. a new idea or what I just created. I need to give her space mm-hmm. to get out what she's working on. Yeah. And sometimes some projects that we work on are weeks long. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to set aside, okay, during this time, mm-hmm. we're giving her space to do that and vice versa. Mm-hmm. We go through seasons of heavy creation, and sometimes heavy seasons of implementation mm-hmm. of ideas. Yeah. You have learned to fight well. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you explain what that means? more specifically? Mm -hmm. Well, early on, you know, everybody always said, don't ever go to bed angry and all of that. I don't think we can claim that. I think there's been seasons of feeling frustration and anger over Mm -hmm. long periods of time. And I don't think that that goes away. But I think continually hiding it or not bringing it up or bringing it up in in opportune moments has been more devastating for us Mm -hmm. than it was helpful. And sometimes it's just good to get away and to talk about things. Victor's better than I am about that. I'm usually very just the facts, ma'am type of person. And he's more of the, okay, what did you mean by that? Or I don't understand what you're talking about and just kind of really drawing it out. There are some areas that we just stay away from because we know it's high intensity. Mm. But for the most part, everything we've been able to slowly work through. And I think too, when we actually look back and have moments like this where we are able to reflect and talk about the past and where God has brought us from, mm-hmm. it binds us that much more together. So we need more of those Masabas in our life, mm-hmm. those Eliezer moments of knowing that, oh, remember when we were here and God got us through this and we did this all together because mm-hmm. pretty much we are, we're together all All the time. (laughs) Every day. Yep, I go to bed with a CEO every night. (laughs) I'm hearing space. I'm hearing respect. And I'm hearing perspective, which is really important. And time, because I'm recognizing a potential landmine here. Mm. I need to give space Mm -hmm. to pray, because I can't trust myself right now. I need time to pray for the Spirit to work on me, to be able to approach this potential landmine mm-hmm. yeah. for it to be diffused. You know, if I'm wanting to fix it and it's going to be fixed by noon today yeah. sort of thing, yeah. it never gets fixed mm-hmm. and becomes a mess. So, so we've learned through the years how, how to identify the potential landmines, how to work through them. Mm-hmm. I also hear self-awareness. I think that grows with age. But like mm-hmm. you're just expressing, Vic, I'm recognizing mm-hmm. that I may be nearing a landmine, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I, and it's yeah. that intuition and knowing and trusting that, yeah. trusting that that's mm-hmm. from God. Let me pull back yeah. and give God yeah. space to work. That's super mature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we went from a lot of small businesses and then you brought up spa. Mm-hmm. So you were mm-hmm. in this. How did y'all transition from like, all right, let's do spa business now? Mm-hmm. Go all in. I was in charge of kids' ministries. I was okay. a pastor of kids' ministry and family ministry for 14 years. Oh, wow. 
all while we were doing a number of uh, businesses at the same time. And it was during the last year of that time that we had a business, spa business, that was really growing very quickly. And it was the rough economy. And it really needed my expertise Mm -hmm. of how to get it back on good standing. Okay. Joined me in the spa world and really became all of the COO of all of the operations. He was really the operational person for everything that we needed. And we did that did that right up until 2014 when we finally got it up and going. Economy had recovered. Everything was going very well. And like all entrepreneurs, when they finally have a cash cow, they sell it because not because they want to get money for it, but because they're just so darn tired. (laughs) It was done. So we ended up selling it in 2014, maintained the, the spa operations in New York city and DC for a while. But we really, we were starting to plant the lavender at that point. Mm -hmm. And in the farm, we had sold everything and we're going to slow down for a simpler and softer Mm -hmm. lifestyle. (laughs) Wow, were Mm -hmm. we wrong. (laughs) Yeah, our goal was to introduce lavender, which was the most popular of the herbs and essential oils in our spas that we had developed. Just to introduce them, not to just the high-end spa goer, but to the everyday person. And we thought we were just going to plant a little bit of lavender, do a little bit of product, (laughs) and offer a few products here and there because we were slowing down. Mm -hmm. And God said, no, (laughs) you are going to speed up. And you're going to speed up in a way you've never sped up. And you're going to have a reach nationwide Mm -hmm. that you never dreamed of Mm -hmm. having in my name. And it's been quite the ride. Mm. So how has God woven your entrepreneurial skills, your passion for young things, Mm -hmm. children, Mm -hmm. to your spa slash aromatic slash mm-hmm. lavender. How has he woven that into your current mm-hmm. offering? Oh, mm-hmm. Wow, they all come together so beautifully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the first business that we've owned that fits us both. Like oh, the, everything so well. that is us, it, it's the farmland, it's the flowers, mm-hmm. it's the creativity of creating things that have never been before. You know, how many ways can you possibly use lavender? Well, there's We a have lot. over 120... <laughs> ways oh, skews of different products that you can purchase we, we grow culinary lavender is what it is so there's a lot of baking mm-hmm. things but it's still the traditional lavender too that you put in your bath and body products yeah. but the one that that really brought everything together we had no idea god kind of blindsided us mm-hmm. we knew that our children were married and going to have children so we thought we need to introduce a toy that's filled with lavender to bring the children down in their emotions and calm them. We knew that we we're going to fill it with Michigan cherry pits as they're very plentiful and they war- they're warmable. So they're kind of like a warmable okay. toy yeah. and you pop it in the microwave. And so as we were forming this first bunny, we chose this very, very soft plush bunny. Our daughter, Erica, was in the process of fostering and brought a little two-and-a-half-year-old boy into our lives. And he was helping us sit in the kitchen floor and putting them together, putting the Michigan cherry pits in the bags. And he was there, and we just handed him. They said, here, take this home. You know, let's see if he likes it. And he loved it. And his mom came back the next day and said, this was a game changer. He was able to sleep for the first time. He's relaxing. We're taking it to all of his appointments. So it helped him in all the transitions. 
And we looked at each other. We didn't have a name First for week it. First of our business. <laughs> we just said, well, let, let's call it Xander Bunny. And his little boy's name was Xander. And let's call it Xander Bunny. And then we looked at each other. We always have to have a mission as part of our businesses. And all the others ones had been very broad. Yeah. like, And they sounded very astute. An it was engine to support <laughs> kids' ministry <laughs> at very risk worldwide. Very formal. Very formal. Yes. Yes. But this became very personal oh. because this was a little two-year-old boy. And Victor and I both said at the same time, I don't know how this business is going to go, but for everyone we sell, we're going to donate one to a child in foster care. I love that. And that's exactly what we've done. And that's been over, well, at this point, it's 78,000 have actually mm-hmm. gone into the foster wow. care system, mm-hmm. but we'll have another 5,000 that will donate before October of oh this year. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So people who are listening, if you go to your website and purchase a Xander bunny, or you actually Mm -hmm. have Xander pets, Mm -hmm. you'll then donate to a foster child. That's correct. Mm -hmm. That's how it works. That's amazing. What a vision. Every Xander friend. And I love seeing God weave this all together. You know, all of your skills. You guys, you're you're Mm -hmm. like in this place, almost where you get to watch the creation as it's formed. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to wait 20 years. You're watching it right now oh, be formed. Yeah. What a beautiful yeah. experience. What have you learned in creating this new business, having had businesses in the past about yourself now that you're mm-hmm. kind of surprised by? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I didn't know that I would be continuing to learn mm-hmm. um, in this space. There's been times in business that we've felt like we weren't as comfortable to share our faith. Mm in a forthright way with everything that we do. But with this business, especially with how lavender helps people, people are gravitating to an herb that helps them with their anxiety, helps them sleep, helps them with lots of different things. It brings to the forefront to us people in great need. Mm-hmm. It's not just children who are who have trauma and trauma mm-hmm. brain that needs to be rewired. There's yeah. there's adults, there's many people buying these and various sizes for themselves mm-hmm. as adults than there are for children. And I'm listening to that and you just used the word trauma which I don't think we've used yet in our mm-hmm. conversation. So yeah. Um, yeah. maybe can you unpack for us yeah. how mm-hmm. your concern about trauma and sure. in children and adults and how sure. these little animals yeah. and, and lavender. And there's some history with that too. My mom could have very well been a foster child. Okay. Her dad died when she was 12 and was left in a very abusive setting. And she ended up running away. And she has always had, and I grew up with that, instilled in me. She rescued. She always mm-hmm. had an eye for my dad too an eye for a child who was in trauma and would come and rescue and be part of them. And the whole farm was kind of a respite place for them. So I grew up with that, and we wanted that same thing for our farm, Mm -hmm. a safe place for families to be, but also for children Mm -hmm. and whatever we produce to help and to bring awareness of trauma. Foster care is kind of a faceless crisis. You know, we yeah. we have to cover their face whenever a picture is shown yes. or whatever to yes. pr- in order to protect them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. because of that, it's hard for people to rally around this crisis because everything is on the lowdown. But there's over 440,000 kids in foster care in our country alone, yeah. right in our own communities, every community, every county. That's right. Wow. They are there, and they need people to 
be patient with them. They need to understand they're coming from hurt places. They're coming from brokenness and they are broken and they need lots of compassion. They need lots of help. And lavender, like with Xander, it's a simple tool God gave, a simple plant God gave, but it Mm -hmm. is a powerful little tool. Mm -hmm. You combine it with a plush toy that they love with the long handles (laughs) and they carry wherever they go. We hear every single week from families who are foster families, from agencies, from police investigators who are removing children Mm -hmm. from homes to you name it. We hear wonderful reports of how this toy is making a difference in people's Mm -hmm. lives. Wow. I mean, we have one right here in front of us. There was so much intentionality Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. the way that you designed this. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because you could have made a funky looking bunny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is the most, it's like you want to pet it. You want to mm-hmm. pet the center mm-hmm. between its eyes. What was that process like for mm. you guys to have never made, Yeah, you've mm-hmm. never made a stuffed animal before. Yeah. To and Vicki has <laughs> designed all of her Xanders. They're so fun. You know, you look at the eyes. That To me, that's the, yeah, the, the biggest sad. thing. The yeah. kind of the, the sad, a little bit of sad eye, but yet cute at the same uh-huh. time. The big mm-hmm. nose. Mm-hmm. The feet have to have toes. Our original, they, they've all gone through a little bit. I'm, mm. I'm pretty obsessed about how <laughs> soft things are and yes. how cute things are. Mm-hmm. So having mm-hmm. them with extra long ears that actually reach to the, to the ground as they sit. You know, a little tail. Even the clothes have a little hole where the tail comes out. It just Love looks it. so cute. Love it. <laughs> but the feet and the glow-in-the-dark heart on the foot was version two that came out. We know that children in the nighttime, mm-hmm. that's when they start thinking about things. That's when they have a rough time sleeping. Mm-hmm. And we try to yeah. teach the mamas and the daddies to tell mm-hmm. their little ones that you are loved and you're not alone. And yeah. so when Even you see that, that heart glowing in the dark, just remember you're loved and you're not alone. Mm-hmm. And so those were all of the things that we thought about. The other thing that we put right out there, Vic was mentioning, sharing our faith, is on the bags, it does say, Jesus loves me, oh, this cute. I know. Oh, that's so cute. That come is, in a um, little backpack. Oh, that's and, so cute. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these kids don't have anything that they come with but a garbage bag. So we did want to have a, and that's where I'll, you know, if they do have any oh. items where it's it's taken. And mm-hmm. we have a little bunny that goes in the dog and the cat that actually fit into the backpack mm-hmm. so that they can use the backpack for other things at a later so time. smart. People send pictures all the time in agencies of a child from the back with their Xander on in a backpack. Yeah. And it's just heartwarming to know. Mm-hmm. And you, oh gosh, you have a little card that goes with yes, each a one. a little note oh. from Xander, from, from a Xander animal. You want to read that, Erin? It's so precious. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I am your new Xander friend. Thank you for adopting me. I was born on Lavender Life Farm in Caledonia, Michigan, and have many brothers and sisters. For every one of us that has been purchased, one is donated to a child Mm. in foster care. Have your adults follow the directions on the back in order to take good care of me. Give me lots of hugs and I will hug you right back. I already love you. Xander, (laughs) I already love you. (laughs) That's so So sweet. That's awesome. Oh, I just love it. Vic, you said something that just really, I hadn't heard that term before. You said foster care is a faceless crisis. Yes. Yes. What do you feel is, in your experience and just witnessing all of the stories that y'all both have seen or have been touched by, what's a misconception or what's something that nobody knows that y'all became aware of? One of the things we get comments on Facebook sometimes Mm -hmm. 
from people who don't really understand what traumas are like. They say, oh, you don't need to buy mm. a toy. They get all the toys they need. Oh. They get money from the state and on and on and on. Very cold-hearted, not understanding where the oh, hard places where these mm-hmm. children come from. Another is that I can't really adopt a child out of foster care. It's way too expensive. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And it is just the opposite, a mm-hmm. child out of foster care. And by the way, there's over 17,000 children that every year age out age of the out. system because the they, they, yeah. don't, they weren't adopted, but neither did they have a foster home, 17,000 wow. every year, 118,000 are waiting to be adopted who are in foster care where parents have released their rights but they are in need of a, an adoptive home. Foster homes, aren't there, Vic and Vicki, that mm-hmm. it's a short-term situation where you're really helping that child become stable or stay stable yeah. while the family heals yeah. for yes. re Yes, Union re-entrance. And yes, re-entry. Uh-huh. yes, and that's very important. And a lot of people don't understand that. That's another yeah. ministry we can have in each other's yes. lives. Oh, yeah. It would be yeah. huge for somebody to come alongside of these moms and dads who have maybe lost a little touch with their family and need some help because uh, pretty much I think the statistic is like 83% will mm-hmm. never be reunited mm-hmm. with their families. Wow. They will try, but there will be... They Something may have will have a legal issue or a yeah. financial issue exactly. or a you know traumatic issue yep. or addiction issue. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. that's a whole ministry of itself yeah. is people that could come alongside of these families. So no judgment. I mean, they're there before the grace oh, okay. go all of us of what could happen in a family. And mm-hmm. there's really not a socioeconomical line that's drawn that says, well, these kids are the only ones. And there's kids that are being taken out of doctor's families. Mm-hmm. You know, it, wow. it's just things get out of control right. sometimes. Mm-hmm. But to help those families to reunite again would be our ultimate goal. One of the exciting things that we see happen when we donate through a community partner who commits to take on their whole county, build a relationship with every agency in their county, they ascertain how many children are served in kinship care and or foster care for a whole year. We get them that many Mm -hmm. Xanders. A lot of them are faith-based groups and churches. And a lot of times the churches, when they show up with the Xanders, say, okay, here are our Xanders for you. What more can we do to help you? Mm -hmm. And the people just look at them, Uh sometimes weep. And they say, really, you're asking me that question? Well, here's the list. We need mattresses. We need respite care families. We need foster families. We need adoptions. We need parenting help so that these children can someday get back into their family. We need drug addiction help. Mm -hmm. We need English as second language. On and on the list goes. And we have uh, multiple churches that we donate to that provide that for their county. And the Xander Friends open the door for mm-hmm. them to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. We all need a friend like Xander, don't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is your hope in the next mm-hmm. foreseeable future of what you'd like to see mm-hmm. God do? Talking about this the other day, it's like, you know, how do we expand this business? How do we do this? How do we do that? And Victor's like, well, we just got to get more Xander friends out. And actually, we were talking about the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. There are 440,000 children in foster care. We've only right. donated 80,000 
you know, 79, 80,000 over 83 by October, Mm -hmm. we are falling really short of the number of children that need these. So our vision is just to keep going on with this faceless crisis, as Victor has said. We want to bring awareness of this and seeing how the churches can fit into this Mm -hmm. so easily. Talk about an outreach program just to be able to get these Anders into little children's hands. But then also we've had a vision just recently of being able to put a face to these children. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, they, again, you lose the emotion without seeing a child's face that is in need. Well, there are a lot of children that are in hospitals right now suffering with different illnesses Mm -hmm. who are also in Mm -hmm. their own sense of trauma. Mm -hmm. And so we thought, well, hospitals are known for having wonderful donors that step alongside and say, you know, what can we do to help Mm -hmm. get these children well? That doesn't happen in the foster care system. Mm -hmm. But what would it look like if a donor came up to us and said, hey, look, I want to take care of For us, it would be Helen DeVos Children's Center. I want to make sure all of those children get a bunny. And we would say, great, you purchased these bunnies, and we're going to match that with one to children in foster care throughout the entire area. So there's a double give. Mm -hmm. That way, it's able to bring a face to a huge crisis yeah. on mm-hmm. both fronts, but yet it's a double give mm-hmm. every yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Instead of the onesies and twosies, we'll be able to do it yeah. in a much broader way. That's so brilliant. that is our new vision. We have some counties, Los Angeles County is one of them. There's two individuals, real go-getters, who are doing the research to be able to get Xanders to every child in foster care in Los Angeles County. That's over 35,000 children. Wow. in that county alone. How about if we pray mm-hmm. for these, mm-hmm. you know, God to raise up yeah. these Xander friends, mm-hmm. literal Xander friends, friends mm-hmm. of Xander, yeah. who will multiply the Xander friends' influence. <laughs> oh, Father, thank you for your gift mm-hmm. of life, mm-hmm. <laughs> of learning and imagination, friendship, excellence. Lord, thank you for gifting that acronym to the Bennetts. Mm-hmm. And Lord, we pray you would multiply that gift mm-hmm. by your Holy Spirit's power. Mm-hmm. And you would draw to Vic and Vicki in this Xander project, people who can see the amazing multiplication of their efforts by becoming involved. Thinking of a child that they want to gift this to, thinking of maybe somebody that they feel they need to come alongside, or Lord, even connecting them with a the foster care organization where they can make a difference. Thank you for this vision. Thank you that you are a good God, a creative God Mm. who equips us for the work to which you've called us. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, before we go, make sure to check out the link for Lavender Life Company and look into the adorable Xander friends. You can find that and our blog on our website at godhearsher.org. That's godhearsher.org. Thanks for joining us. And don't forget, God hears you. He sees you. And he loves you because you are his. Today's episode was engineered by Ann Stevens and produced by Jade Gusman and Mary Jo Clark. We also want to thank John and Matt for all their help and support. Thanks, everyone. God Hears Her is a production of Our Daily Bread Ministries.